Music, music News. <laughs> music News Show, February 21st. Kyle Meredith, Aaron Keene hey. coming to help me out again this week. Hey, guess what I have? What do you Kyle, have? A new publication date for my book. What? March 11th. See this so. whole time? Here's <laughs> yeah. what I imagine. I think I've used this before. You have the guy who puts the sweater on the back of his shirt at the dance. And he said, no, 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 my girlfriend's just in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. So that's what I've you know, kind of assumed. This book exists. No, I actually got the ISBN <laughs> number. Um, my publisher sent it to me just because there's nothing you can really do with that, but it's kind of a little thrill. It says the book legit exists yeah. like it has an ISBN number so um, yeah ice on the mountain basically is what this when this winter delay like actually didn't just depress me but also delayed publication of my book All because right. proofs couldn't get up and down the mountain so when is it March 11th March 11th and once again it's called Demolition of the Promised Land mm-hmm mm-hmm it's just saying it all right Starring there. Starring me and a little guy named Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> He's a little guy. Uh, let's jump into the news. By the way, I'm looking very forward to this. I can't wait to review it live on, on our little show here. Oh. A live re- I'm going to live tweet my live review of your book. Okay. <laughs> if you're do. an asshole, I will do the same with every one of your Leo columns for the next year. Just saying. That'd be just, fun. Just setting it up. That'd be fun. Setting up the challenge. Uh, did, okay. So let's get into the news here. All right. uh, some ad execs walk up to Beck some years ago. And they say, hey, we would really love you to write the theme song of our new show. And he said, tell me about your new show. And they said, well, it's on uh, it's on AMC. Mm, and, AMC. And this was years ago. This and was, like, yeah, yeah, like, what, like, 2007? Mm, I don't what? 2006? All right. You, you don't start out well here. And they no. said, he says, tell me more. And he's, they said, well, it's about ad execs in the 60s. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he said, really? He's probably imagining David Spade <laughs> starring or something. <laughs> and, and, and so the, the word pass came out of his mouth and apparently they tried multiple times after this it wasn't just the and finally they went to rjd2 and the show as the punchline is became mad men which beck says of course it's one of the greatest shows of all time it's his favorite he watches it and he but he he always hate watches the intro do you think he mutes it and then does it like vocally like this is the song i would have wrote well it does now like that's what's (laughs) happening in the theater in my mind it's gonna uh, so many stories of that, though, uh, of folks you hear about that every now and then. I mean, yeah, when you just when you just let somebody give you a quick elevator pitch and you say, eh, it doesn't sound so great, you know. But think about also like, well, here's a show about survivors of a zombie apocalypse, but it's all about interpersonal relationships, and you're like, that sounds <laughs> kitschy and dumb. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. Yeah, then it turns out to be The Walking yeah. Dead. So uh, congratulations to RJD2 anyway for right? being the uh, the second string, getting the uh, the second song. The, the the runner up back, <laughs> the poor man's back. Yeah, the AMC uh, back. Wh- who is Billy Corgan, the poor man's version of? Oh, God! What do you think that falls into? <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with is that. Billy Corgan, the poor is... man's Billy Corgan. <laughs> the class of his own. Quite, quite possibly. Billy Corgan um, has just out-pretentioused himself. <laughs> Go on. Yes, he is planning an eight-hour concert. No, that's not it. <laughs> Even though eight hours of Billy Corgan just seems like, I mean, a little much, uh, right? So wait, this You want to th- cut it. You want to dilute it with yeah, something. This is besting the National and Jay-Z, who both did six-hour concerts for MoMA. Right. Last year. Now, so is there was this, a bit of something to that. This is not for MoMA. This, this is, is not. This is because I think this is because Billy's bored. This is purely for Billy. Um, exactly zero people out there were clamoring for an eight hour concert based on the novel Siddhartha. <laughs> what is Siddhartha? But, okay. It's. Uh, <laughs> 
Wait, wait. Billy Corgan is doing eight hours based uh, on a book. A book about a young man's search for enlightenment, um, encounters with the Buddha, that sort of thing. Have you ever seen the movie where Keanu Reeves played Siddhartha? I, I have not, unless it had to do with either... Uh, him doing a walk in the clouds or traveling in a phone booth. I really didn't there see There was actually no that. phone booth, although there's probably some sort of conspiracy theory out there that says that that whole film <laughs> was like a whole side cut of Bill and Ted's George, third adventure. George Carlin was. <laughs> Rufus. It really would have improved it. Um, so, yeah, it's like, let's talk about a young man's search for enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 With Keanu. Mm. Mm. This is um, really sounds like the most terrible senior thesis project ever, except Billy Corgan's like a thousand years old, so he should really know better by now. So it's an eight hour concert based on this 1920s. Based on an book. insufferable novel. Mm-hmm. Yes. About wild stallions. That's, Let's see, go with that. Yes. No, all the, all right. Suddenly, suddenly it's a better, it's an entirely better proposal. <laughs> all right. It's based on ad executives. What? <laughs> Uh, scientists have discovered a, uh, a strain of bacteria. It's, it's on us. It's the bacteria that causes pimples, Ew. basically. And, and for the first known time, they say, they've discovered uh, that uh, it can jump from humans to plants, specifically grapevines. And now grapevines can get human pimples, apparently. That makes the idea of drinking wine so disgusting. Yeah, that's a thing. Wow. Yeah. I'm ready for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they had to come up with a name. Sure. And you got some cool scientists out there that's got some good yeah. taste in music. We've, we've heard about a little bit of this. I think they've named something after Lady Gaga and, I mean, on and on through the years. Right. So what do you name something that uh, causes pimples? Who do you name it after? Uh, do tell. You name it after Frank Zappa, apparently. Oh, man. Yeah. Poor they, Frank Zappa gets the pimple the, the pimple bacteria. Mark Knopfler got a whole dinosaur. Did you know that? Mark <laughs> I, Knopfler I got a it. whole dinosaur. He Frank Zappa can is not even alive to defend himself and he got the the zit the zit bug. Yeah. Which by the way, his, his wife, his his widow, uh she usually sues anybody who does anything in Frank Zappa's name. Now she said, "No, no, no. This one's cool." This one gets the pass. I do feel like he would have really liked it. Yeah. Like, it does sort of honor him, although it's just sort of, like, also kind of depressing. Like, I'm, come on, a dinosaur or the pimple bug. Well, this is a guy that said, uh, uh, I am slime or whatever that song is, uh, don't uh, eat the yellow snow. Yeah. You know, these are all Zappa favorites. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yes, they are. Yeah, apparently, really, the, the unfun part of this story is it's because they, the scientists said we had to think outside of the box and try to and, and look for something unexpected, which mm. they liken to... Uh, to Frank Zappa's music. That that that's the less fun part of the story. Yeah. I guess. Lame. Yeah. It's just some nerd he wanted to name it after Frank Zappa. Wouldn't it be cool though to work I mean that's that's the office, like somewhere Zappa's always playing in the background and you got this scientist who's just like Did mm. you say cool? <laughs> Not cool. Not cool at all. I admire the heck out of Frank Zappa, but I don't ever want to sit down and listen to his albums. It's just not no, no. It's you. It's an, you. it's not yeah. It's me. It's not it's not him, it's me. Go back to your uh acne uh uh, you know your poor field fourteen-year-old self, and uh, and let's let's turn on some Zappa then. <laughs> All right, uh, Fishbone, they're in the news. Did you know they're a band? I did not realize that Fishbone was still like a practicing band. I mean, I knew that I assumed that they kind of reformed for things like festivals and reunions and mm-hmm. whatever, but I just assumed they have day jobs. Still right. a band. People like, still come to their show. They go, you know, that they like, um, I don't know, one of them is probably an account rep now for something. I mean, I just <laughs> assume they have like real 
jobs, right? Fishbone. Okay, so, but I'm wrong. Fishbone is still a band. Fishbone is still a band. Uh, I assume all the members are still intact. They still play shows. Apparently in their 50s, they still do stage diving. Wow. Well, so does Bruce Springsteen, so there you go. Yeah, different. Mm. I, I really feel like, you know, they're, they're trying to, you know, just keep that flame, that 80s flame going in yeah. a different way. Uh, anyway, so they, they uh, I guess they do this, and, and occasionally somebody gets hurt, and that's part of a fishbone show. But uh, uh, one of the recent ones, they uh, the lead singer dove into the crowd unannounced, hit some uh, girl who uh, it broke her collarbone and cracked her skull. I think I would be shocked, A, to find myself at a fishbone concert, <laughs> but B, once I was there, to see a fishbone launch itself at me. Yeah. I mean, I think I would not be expecting that and be like, these are old dudes. They're just going to stand up there and do their thing. I yeah, yeah, I don't know, especially if you're like torpedo. if you're like, "Oh wow, this is a date and I'm being taken to Fishbone." <laughs> that's that's a thing. Okay. Like, I'm your like, we, like we actually really went, we actually went back in time, so that's refreshing. <laughs> but um then you yeah, you get like some pulverized bones from a fishbone running at you. Mm. I don't know about that. Was she suing them? For how much? 1.4 million dollars. Good luck with that, sweetheart. Yeah, fishbone, 1.4 dollars. <laughs> right. You're probably not going to get out of them. No. I'm, I'm guessing, like you know, the uh, uh, they're basically getting paid for the travel costs at this point. She should just sue Billy Corgan for mental anguish. <laughs> he could write a, a whole uh, opera about it. Absolutely, he would love it. He would love it. Yeah, he needs something to do. Little, I mean, little drama. He's bored with wrestling. He's obviously bored with music. What do you, I'm going to go back to What do you think he's going to... You think for like two hours he's just going to hit one note and let it like distortion for a little while yes. while he goes off and drinks his tea? Yes, that is exactly... From his little exact, Billy tea shop? Mm, that is exactly what he's going to do. <laughs> then he's going to be like, I did do the longest all, opera ever. He's going to do it all barefoot. <laughs> also. <laughs> yeah. Billy and wearing Corgan. one of those little outfits that has like the little notched collar, like a little Nehru jacket or something. It's going to be Billy Corgan. Yeah. All right. Ugh. I'm going to move on. I'm going to make. He's going to uh, make everyone do yoga in it, too. <laughs> like hot yoga. It's going to be 90 degrees in there. Just and while there's stuff going on behind him. Just... He's just going to like hit a gong and then everybody has to. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, sun salutation one. You're like, what on? Yeah. I paid uh, for this. I'm going to make uh, all the uh, indie boys happy out there. And some of the girls, too. Uh, in fairness, uh, Annie Clark. St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. I've got a crush on her. You may have a crush on her. But the world has a crush on Annie sure. Clark right now. Uh, not only uh, is she very pretty, but she is one of the greatest innovators in music. Uh, this is actually, let's let's take the prettiness out of there because sure. this is way more important. Uh, one of the li- greatest living guitarists, I would put her in. You put her up there with Prince. And she's really stinking weird. She is so weird. We like our rock stars to be weird, I think. If you're mm-hmm. too normal, it's just a little like, well, okay. Eh, yeah, she's eh. somewhere between the uh, the high parts of David Bowie and David Byrne. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant space. And maybe to live with in. a little Zappa. But she has better hair. She has way better hair. Yeah. <laughs> and complexion than Zappa. Uh, anyway, oh. so uh, the uh, Rolling Stones article that she uh, she has recently done, she's talking about the inspiration for a new album. And she finds a lot of inspiration in some interesting things. Like she's never going to write the I Love You song the way you know you would hear, uh, I don't know, John Mayer do it, I guess. It's, you know, it's always going to come from like deep art pieces about people I've never heard of. Yes. 17th century Brazilian something, something, something. Uh, it, but this latest one, this latest album, she she wrote it uh, some parts on Ambien mm. uh, during some fever dreams in hotel rooms and talks about going out into a uh, West Texas ranch of her friends, taking a walk, a little sabbatical, a walkabout, but deciding she'd rather not do it with clothes on. Of, as you do. When you're walking around a ranch. Your friend's ranch. Guess what she ran into? Um, a cowboy? A rattlesnake. 
Yeah. What happened? They got in a battle, an epic battle with uh, with uh, scythes and uh, and and an she epic battle. She summons the, her demons that came up to fight. Uh, there was a big monkey with uh, a pitchfork. Actually, the rattlesnake Wait, just chased what? her back to the ranch. Oh I, my I god! <laughs> How fast can rattlesnakes? Slither. I don't know. It's Annie Clark's world. It's not ours. <laughs> I feel like this was all just an ambient fever dream from a hotel room. I'm okay with that, though. I tell love me, Annie tell Clark. Me, tell me more stories, Annie Clark. I know. She needs a VH1 storyteller. It's like song by song of her entire She catalog. needs her own podcast. Mm. Oh, we love our musicals, Aaron. Do we? We love our musicals. I mean, I love a good musical, but this, this I'm not sold on yet. Kyle, What is why? why does the world need Scrubs the musical? Why wouldn't the world need Scrubs the musical? Because I love Scrubs. It had a lot of music in it. It was a music-based comedy. Mm. <laughs> All right, it was a comedy that had music in it, but it had a lot of music in it. A lot of dreamy scenes. Let's like put some scare quotes around comedy, too. Yeah. Just, it, Scrubs was a dopey sitcom that was cute for its first season and then just dragged on on life support. Sorry to torture the hospital metaphor for <laughs> decades, right? I mean, it I actually, watched it till like, the end. You can, oh, my God. And let me tell you, I mean, not the end in, because they did that ninth season where it was di- where it was the, like It's not college. even the end in. It's like Saved by the Bell, the new class or yeah, something. Yeah, forgot I didn't, it. I didn't see that. There's no reboots. <laughs> yeah. But um, but the, I'm going to say this before we get into this. The last episode of Scrubs was completely worth it because it's where they used Peter Gabriel's version of the Book of Love and did the flashback and, and show, what actually did the future flashback thing where he's looking at their future. And it was really nice. I still get choked up when I hear that song because of that scene. Well, um... And yet we have Scrubs to thank for Zach Braff. Yes. Zach Braff is a thing out there, a force in the world now that we have to deal with. Um, you Didn't don't always do... get you don't always get the sitcom hero that you want, but Are you we... always get the sitcom hero that you need and deserve. Are we dealing with America, Zach Braff these days? Zach Braff is what we deserve. Is he doing anything? Oh, When's the last you know, time you dealt with Zach Braff? I, fairly recently, he popped up on Kickstarter and stuck oh, his hand out right. and demanded a bunch of money to make another one of his in, in twee little films. Mm. It's a generational thing. I like Zach Braff. I mean, I mean, Garden State, you know, a movie of a generation. I feel like Garden State was a, was a fine, weird little movie that I have no desire to ever see again. Mm-hmm. I am partial to Peter Sarsgaard, um, even though sometimes he shows up in completely dumb movies, too. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, like, Garden State once was good. And then Garden State, on like, if you try to even go back to have you tried to go back to it? You know, I well, the soundtrack, does that count? Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's like listening to the Empire Records soundtrack. Right. You know? I mean, the soundtrack's good. Which, by the way, we're only we're, we're actually just a few weeks away from Rex Manning Day. I should point that out. What? That's coming up. The Rex Manning and oh, Rexy. But let's get so back on track. Scrubs the musical. Here. Yeah, yes. Let's sorry. Get back on track. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Andy. There you so go. Scrubs the musical is a thing. They're gonna. They're, they're, the original creators are behind it. Uh, Zach Braff will have input, though he says he won't be in it. Oh, thank uh, but gosh. But they're bringing back Ted's a cappella group uh, to do something in it, as they should. I just, I mean, has there ever been a successful musical, a quality musical based on a sitcom? I don't, has there ever been one? I mean, there's The Addams Family, and it's, I mean, let's be, like, I'll be honest about The Addams Family. It's a bit of a mishmash, mm-hmm. um, bit of a lightweight. But then that's also, you know, they had films based on that, too. So you yeah. can kind of take those characters, and, and there was some precedent there for creating a kind of a, a dopey two-hour narrative out of some fun characters. Um, and really, the the musical felt more like it was an homage to the film versions of those characters than than the TV. Yeah. Um, but, but this will be coming out around the same time as Back to the Future gets its musical. Like this is a, this is a double thing. Well, yeah, but the films are different. I mean, that's a whole other ball of wax. A sitcom is, you know, by its nature, so lightweight. Yeah. 
so I mean it's it's a doctor drama that's going to be a musical, a comedy doctor drama musical that just happens to have a character you know based on uh, Zach Braff. Oh, great. You know, if there's anything worse than Zach Braff, it's a musical theater kid playing a Zach Braff. That is going to be face punchable. You, you know what we call that? Season nine of Scrubs. I thought we called it High School Musical. <laughs> uh, a few serious notes. I wouldn't really call this serious. Uh, Bonnaroo announced their lineup. Um, uh, Elton John is the Heritage Act this year. The Heritage Breed. Uh, Just like a prize turkey. Kanye West, his first appearance since uh, 2008's uh, Fuck Kanye debacle. He is the Redemption Act. Yep, that's Everyone it. Everyone wants to see if he's going to redeem himself on this one. Jack White doing, is you know. Is the Jack White Act. Is the Jack White <laughs> Act. the Jack White and Act. he is because every year yes. he's with one of his bands at Bonnaroo, so that right. makes sense. Uh, I love Lionel Richie's on the bill. I feel like he's playing the part of Hollow Notes this year. Um, no, he has a mustache and a perm, so he will only be playing the role of Oates. <laughs> Thank you. You can't do both. Yeah, nicely yeah, done. You can't do both. Nicely done. Uh, they, but, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 the new Bonnaroo lineup. You know, it's, it's going to sell out in an hour or something like it usually does, and people will go and more fun time down on the farm. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but in the serious news that I was trying to get to, uh, David Crosby, he's back with a new record, Cross, as he's calling it. The Cross? The Cross? Cross. He said he wrote this album uh, knowing that uh, a younger generation probably wouldn't like it, and that's fine with him. He didn't care. This isn't for you. Not I for think you. that's really that's really bold thing to just say. He's like, not trying to be Madonna. I'm an old guy, and I have an old guy audience, and I'm going to write a record because they're going to buy the record for starters. So that's probably a smarter play anyway. Yeah. Mark Knopfler, by the way, on the lead single with him. Oh wow, David Crosby and a dinosaur. That's nice. right, David Crosby and the dinosaur. Anyway, so he was uh, on a routine checkup uh, before the tour. You know, he goes yeah. in. Uh, says, hey, am I healthy enough for the tour? Right. Uh, he's up there. Uh, doctor says, uh, sure, except that your heart is 90% blocked. Oh, my God. 90%? <laughs> like 10% is getting out of your heart. Let's start with the fact that David Crosby still has his original heart. <laughs> True. Okay. True. So so I wasn't expecting to get that news. I assumed that he had had some sort of like... Bionic man. I, you know, baboon heart put in a while ago <laughs> or something. Like, Or they grew him a new heart on the back of a mouse or whatever it is that they can do in labs now. Um, that, that basically it had a whole organ transfusion um, at some point. And it was just basically, yeah... Outfitted with new stuff. Yeah. How else yeah. is he still out there kicking it's, it? Well, anyway, so they did an emergency surgery. They said full recovery. He had to postpone some of the dates. But he comes and says, uh, seriously, I am the luckiest man alive. And this isn't like one of those, I'm the luckiest man alive. No, he really is. <laughs> because for the amount of drugs he did in the 60s and 70s and watched all of his friends die for that, uh, for all the craziness that he endured, you know, with with everything around him and somehow still lived, uh, his career actually making it through to this point is just mind blowing that he has made it. Well, maybe he and Keith Richards should team up for like a like become a power couple like a like one of those. Um, no, it's, it's what's the word? What's the word? What's it's the, the word? next episode of the Highlander. They're Highlanders. Oh my God! Like if they're ever in the same space at once, they have there to sword fight. There can be only one. There can be only one. Someone Keith, Keith Richards is going to win that fight. You I think mean, so? I'm sorry, but yes, yes, he's wiry. Yeah. David Crosby is still a little like he's maybe a little slow on his feet. Well, yeah, probably a little dumpy. You know, he's yeah. got the uh, pirate thing going for him too. Uh, Keith exactly. Richards, yeah, right, he's so. probably done some stage combat. So Swashbuckling. <laughs> he will buckle a. He will buckle your swash, sir. There can be only one. Cue the Queen song. Yes, kind of magic. Yes. There we go. I thought we were actually just doing that. Yeah. 
kind of magic. We hadn't sang in a while. We're not going to do that today. All right. Uh, we, we, uh, we've been ending, uh, it seems, uh, week by week on a bit of the, uh, the obituary. And we got to, once again, Bob Cassell, mm. uh, founding guitarist of Devo. Uh, one half of the Cassells, you know, there were two in there, uh, passed away actually of heart failure, heart complications uh, at age 61. So Devo and their legacy of, uh, of all of music. I don't know if they're going to continue. You know, they've been on a, a streak where they've been doing reunion yeah. shows and everybody gets out there and acts like they're, you know, still whipping it like it was 1981. Uh, not so much. So Yeah, that could put a damper on that. I mean, it's the sort of thing that if you don't have to do it, and I mean, certainly... You know, Mark Mothersbaugh has a very thriving career outside of that. So um, if you don't have to, you know, and if it's maybe feels a little more painful than it should, then, yeah. you know, maybe that will come to a close. Time to close the book on it. You know, they, I think they ended on a high note, though. The last yeah. record was a lot of fun. Uh, was so fresh as that uh, single and the uh, and the blue hats that everybody was wearing again. So, hmm. uh, so to Devo and everything they've given music, a uh, big uh, send off right there. So and thank you, Aaron Keene. Thanks, Kyle. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye. The Weekly Feed.